0: Men need playbooks, ideas, tips, and motivation for life ahead. This week on the Nobleman Podcast, we talk with Danny Huerta from Focus on the Family about the playbook for fathering. Well, folks, welcome to the Nobleman Podcast. I am excited that uh, we have as our guest today, Danny Huerta. He's with Focus on the Family. He is their families and parenting um, guru at Focus on the Family. Man, he helps a lot of families understand how to engage God's Word well with their kids. And so we're going to have a great conversation today. We've been talking about mentoring, and today we're going to focus on how fathers can be a first and primary mentor in the lives of their kids. And so I am glad that Danny's here with us. Danny, welcome to the Nobleman Podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Very excited to uh, be on this topic with you, Mike.
0: Yeah, so cool. Well, listen, tell me, how did you get engaged in this whole idea of helping families understand how to live out their faith well and invest in their children? Well, what has your pathway looked like to get to where you are?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, it's been it's been an interesting one. I came from Mexico when I was about nine years old wow. and got to a summer with my grandparents in minnesota not knowing english very well at all my mom's from michigan my dad's from mexico but we were living in mexico and uh we were in transitioning over here to colorado springs that we were on on our way over and i got to spend that summer i got to watch my grandma and grandpa pray kneel yeah. down and and pray and then just the the way that my grandpa managed his life he was a gardener beekeeper just a wonderful man of god and got to spend that summer with him very special summer and then from there uh when i when i was in college uh i got to work in a at the ymca working with uh uh, with young kids uh youth sports and there was this one guy that was given to me as as my assistant he had very severe special needs but man what a transformation he brought into the room I said, psychology is the way I want to go. Instead of international business, want to pursue psychology. Went through that, got into graduate school. I got interested in the parent-child relationship. That dynamic is fascinating. So much great research uh, and, and really wanting to come alongside parents. Got into a private practice and worked at a lo- local school district working with high-problem kids, kids with significant behavior issues, knowing that there's there's only a small story in the behaviors. And we've got to go much deeper than that to really understand what's happening inside of a person. We tend to run into each other's behaviors and uh, and really behaviorally. If we try to shape our spiritual life on behaviors, it just doesn't work out. So we just going deeper into that, figuring out the dynamics between mom and child and dad and child and how unique it is with daughter and son and seeing that play out in the school system. And it was a title one school where A lot of dads are absent and uh, just seeing the effects of what that looked like uh, and then got the invite, the invitation to come work and focus on the family and uh, have uh, did uh, 11 years of counseling on the counseling line here and have had a private practice for uh, more than two decades now and then got the invitation about seven years ago uh, to take the seat of Vice President of Parenting and Youth and oversee our efforts here. And I have loved uh, just being able to lead this wonderful team of professionals, editors that are really wanting to serve in God's kingdom. Wow. Well, that's amazing. And
0: you know that we do men's ministry. And so I'm always curious, what can you give us a couple of distinctives between the difference that a dad makes and a mom makes? I know I didn't prep you for this question, but man, mothering is so different from fathering. And kids need both of those values in their lives to have, I mean, it's God's design, right? So- so give oh, yeah. us, how is, how is mothering different from fathering? And what are dads especially designed for God to provide in the life of young people?
1: There's so much to that, uh, Mike. And we've we've written a few articles on our website to just really distill that in detail. Yeah. Uh, but really, dads bring a sense of, of, of safety that's felt with the, not, not only physically, but if, if a man is engaged spiritually, there's a sense of trust and safety that's brought that's unique to the dad and that's been found in research that if a sure. dad's fully engaged in the spiritual life of their kids compared to a mom a mom could be engaged but if a dad's disengaged there's a higher likelihood that that child will not keep their faith into adulthood but when a dad is engaged in a dad only or a dad and a mom there's a much higher likelihood that that child is going to keep their faith into adulthood and so it shows that there's a unique impact in those conversations and then dads bring that unique playfulness and roughhousing that uh, we're finding more and more is so important for kids and learning self-control in, right. in just the overall brain development, uh, learning patience and some key traits when there's that roughhousing within a trusting, a loving relationship. And when a dad is sensitive and warm uh, towards his kids, uh, there's there's guidance there that's powerful. And a dad is, is unique in their teaching to their daughter of how, uh, they're to be treated by a man, but also the showing of respect and the right. affirmation for that young woman that is developing. And uh, there's so much more, Mike, that, yeah. that a dad brings. We could take half the show on this one. Sure. And just focus on parenting.com. If you look for the dad resources, we do point out that unique influence and all the statistics and what they show on the importance of the involvement of a dad
0: yeah and you know, so one of the things that you've already reinforced in that, I talk to men all the time about the fact that they are leaders. whether they are willing to accept that um mantle or that um that title or not, man, their children especially are watching them. And so the way they love, the way they live, the way they play, as you just mentioned, they are leading their family. The way they do faith, the way they do engage with their wives, they are leading, and that leadership, has huge impact on those kids and how they're going to grow up as adults.
1: Yeah, and, and Mike, it's uh, what I tell dads and I re- have to remind myself in the mirror every day. This is an invitation. I get to be invited to be a dad. There isn't a should. You get to. It's a could. You could be a dad and you could transform your family or you could just give up that role and and then your kids will suffer and there's a generational implication to that. And so you, are you going to take the invitation or not? And the invitation really ultimately transforms you from the inside out. That's right. As you're pouring into your kids, God didn't have to design it this way. But man, he designed it this way on purpose. So we can experience the depth and amazingness of being a dad and being invited into that role of being called dad. What an amazing right. title to have. And uh, it's one of the most important roles we will ever have in our lifetimes, uh, being a husband, being a child of God or the other two. And uh, being a dad is just an incredible role. Many times we get so distracted by our role in, in, in work that we miss out on this because we don't get all the affirmation we're looking for because of all our insecurities and sense of inadequacy. Let's put those aside. You are so important in your child's life.
0: It's huge. You know, as a matter of fact, and, and, and another little thing here, my oldest son is now a dad. Um, his, his son, our first grandchild, is 16 months old. And When folks have asked me about what it's like to be a granddad um, and my love for Owen, you know what? That's a lot of fun, but my favorite part, I tell everyone, is watching my son be a dad. And Man, the joy, I was just with him a couple of weeks ago, him and his wife, and I was able to ask them, hey, tell me what you're learning about your relationship with God the Father as you father this child. And man, the richness of that conversation was awesome. And so I I just love how God, in this amazing way of allowing us to be dads, teaches us about how he fathers us. And man, it makes us aware of how we fail him and how we may disappoint him at times and how his deep desire is for us to learn to do some things that we reject. I mean, my son's beginning to go through all of that with this first son and his wife's pregnant again. So- I'm all about young people raising up a godly next generation. It's a bunch of fun, but uh, so much to learn there.
1: Yes. You know, I I just uh, I'm thinking about the time when my daughter said, hey, dad, um, can we do 60 seconds? I said, hey, what do you mean? She said, I want you to just hold me for 60 seconds. Can we do that? And it's just one-on-one time. And you're just here with me, 60 seconds. I said, absolutely. Let's try it out. So I laid there 60 seconds with her. She was a young, young lady, I think eight, eight years old, nine years old. And we started that and I would just lay next to her, just, just holding her. And then I was going, man, Lord, can you hold me? I mean, this gave me this picture of safety that I loved so much with my daughter. And I could picture God saying, I love that. I would love to do that with you. And so uh, that's one picture. She started to say, hey, can we do... Uh, 160 seconds. Can we do 180? Can we do 500? Can we do 5,000 seconds, right? And uh, wow. it was just a good time to do that at nighttime before she went to bed and in the morning and making sure we at least had that pause together. And many other things that if we if we really pause and think about it in our relationship with our kids, something we've enjoyed, we go, man, God probably enjoys that with us when we're sharing yeah. that and gives us a connectedness of Kind of that sense of having a heavenly father. It's yeah, endless the the deep number deep of stuff. opportunities we have. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Well, so we've been focused on mentoring the kind of the big idea of mentoring in our podcast series and a lot of writings this this year. And fathering is a unique and very special subset of mentoring where a dad gets to invest himself in his own kids, raise up his own family, pour himself into. His own kids, and something that just came out recently from Focus, um, it's it's actually a broadcast that was broken down into some videos. It's called "Raising Your Kids to Defend Their Faith," and I it caught my attention, man. I've jumped in, I've watched some of those videos, and the Natasha Crane who wrote this book, fantastic insights. And so, I just wanted to talk about how do we raise our children. So many dads feel um, inadequate and unprepared to have some of these hard conversations with their kids because they're for the most part digital natives and many of these dads are not. And so the landscape just seems to be piled up against effective fathering with helping kids understand and defend their faith. So give us a starting point and just let's talk about how can dads really help children develop that robust faith that they can defend among their peers and others as they grow.
1: Yeah, i would say i mean it begins with you as a dad do you model the a, a relationship with christ do you actually believe that god is real do you believe yeah. that jesus died on the cross and rose again and and is with you all the time and in your weakness he does truly strengthen you and that you can go to him with that do you do you believe that prayer is real and that it's transformative and and also just a a wonderful conversation with the heavenly do you believe in those so first you start with your own beliefs from the inside Am I growing as a dad? Am I modeling that? And if I'm not, hey, what can I address there? Doesn't this isn't about shaming. This is about just awareness. Where am I spiritually? And then from there, as you're growing, your kids will look at how you're growing and how you're if you're taking it seriously or not, and they'll respond to that. Many times, our kids mirror us, mirror that's our right. faith, mirror what we're doing. So that's a good starting point. Another one: Summit Ministries and others out there. Have some great apologetics and worldview uh, resources that you can just purchase and read together with your kids, and maybe ask questions. Say, "Hey, let's let's read a book out loud together, regardless of of their age. They have age and stage books on their uh, um, at their store, and also focus on the family. We've got many different uh, downloads, uh, free articles, uh, articles with questions that can give you uh, some some places to start with open ended questions, and then. Of course, the book from Natasha Crane, Talking to Your Kids About God. She's got some sample questions. I would encourage you to begin developing kind of a list of those initial open-ended questions of what you're wanting to ask your kids. Like, what is most important to you? Right. What do you believe? When you're watching a movie, say, hey, what worldview do you think was brought into that movie as you watch that? Because clearly, there's a lot of worldviews that are coming through the screen at this point. Um, so ask him that. And we have plugged in. Uh, th- those guys, are, There's five. are there are five writers that are super solid in a biblical worldview. And they're trying to bring an overlay of what is this movie about or what is this YouTube channel about or what is this music or video game about from a biblical worldview. And maybe as you guys are consuming media, that's a good place for you as a dad to take sure. leadership. leadership. Let's go read this. Let's talk about it. And uh, those are a few just. Uh, basic starting points for you as a dad to begin to consider as you step into a very important place. And that's the belief system that your child holds.
0: Yeah. And we will link to all of those in the show notes here. And for example, Plugged In Online, man, I still go to that. And my youngest child is about to go to college, but I'll still, even if Stacey and I are going to watch a movie, my wife and I'll, I'll check out to see what Plugged In Online has to say about that about that resource. Let me ask this question, because we are bombarded with so many different things, uh, so many worldviews. I know there are many Christian families that would seek to isolate their children from anything of the world. We hear about the the Christian bubble. There is a desire to protect, but how do we prepare them for the fact that you can't always live in this Christian safe space, and you have to be prepared— to walk out of that and confront other worldviews. I mean, you you need to know what you believe, but but how do you stand firm? How do you prepare your children to stand firm when they're going to be confronted with some some different beliefs? Well,
1: it's important to to actually know what those beliefs are and to talk openly about the other beliefs that are out there. My my two kids, uh, nineteen and seventeen, are actually at a two week deal at Summit Ministries right uh, right now. And uh, we've been uh, at nighttime talking about uh, some things that have been talked about on marriage. And then a guy came and talked about Islam. Those are just good conversations we've had along the way. And now they're getting someone else that is actually teaching as well. Open up conversations around uh, the transgender issues, sexuality, gender identity issues, uh, looking at different worldviews that are out there. We have a, a, a book. It's a graphic novel book that's fantastic. It's called Captain Absolutely. Every character in that book is a different worldview. And you see it play out in the story. And then there are about 42 pages of content at the end that talk about different worldviews that come into play. And, and it's, an, it's an intriguing one. That It's a quick read and also gives you a, a fun way to enter into worldview topics and talking about that. But use it, Dad. If you're passive with it and you go, oh, you know, they'll figure it out. and We'll go to church and the youth pastor will get it. Uh, it's, it's a known fact that youth pastors don't go too deep into that, and uh, they have found that only about 17% of youth pastors, and this was from Barna Research, hold an actual world, biblical worldview, and uh, senior pastors, it's in the 30% range, 38%. Executive pastors, maybe 4%. So if we're counting on them bringing a biblical worldview, it's probably not going to happen to the degree yep. that we need to uh, come alongside our kids. That big one that's, that's getting kids off track right now is, is the sexuality piece. Uh, it's, it's dividing uh, mm-hmm. parents and kids uh, because some kids are saying, hey, let's tolerate. Why can't you just choose that? And culture has done quite a number on, on bringing this confidence that psychologically you can figure this out. And it just makes no sense at all when you look at it uh, from a rational point of view. And, and bring right. an overlay of, of biblical knowledge to it so as dads come into the biblical worldview space as again an invitation of influence from you and uh, know that uh, we're going to make it as, as as easy as possible for you to have a list of playbook uh here at focus on the family focus on parenting.com but then you can go to summit ministries like i said before Impact 360, I believe, has mm-hmm. their own and many, many others that are out there. Um, so, so just be uh, real open to, to getting your playbook going. And the key one is being intentional yeah. as a dad. And it uh, can be carving 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, being consistent with it and showing that you have a solid faith. And that's a great start. You're going to be imperfect at this. Right. And know that. Uh, but those open ended questions, those difficult questions, bringing out what is going out in culture. We have Daily Citizen. That's another place that dads go with their kids sometimes. The Daily Citizen is a daily email you can get on top things in the news. And we bring a biblical overlay to that. And that's a great conversation starter on some of the news that's uh, that's hopping out there uh, and, and then entering that conversation as a dad. Yeah, and
0: so I actually did a fair amount of that with our family. Our kids now are 26, 23, 21 and and 17. And so for us, family worship around the table was not always opening the Bible and reading a passage and, and discussing that. I would often bring a newspaper article or bring the newspaper and and read an article and so we we did a lot of this processing of current events and digging into it. And it's it's where we began to sharpen each other. And we began to ask each other questions. And we began to say, well, how does this relate to what you heard at school today? Our kids were, for the most part, public school environment kids. And so they were dealing with some some harsh things. They were dealing with friends that were experimenting with stuff. And quite honestly, my kids aren't perfect. They, We had to deal with how do you navigate your own sin and deal with this. But the dinner table became a place where we could talk about those things. We laughed, we shared. And it was an environment where we talked about those worldview issues and ultimately brought it back around to, so what does God think about this? And what is God's plan? And is this consistent with what his plan is for our lives in this world, and is Christ being exonerated? So, um, I, I'm just affirming this whole strategy of checking out the the current events and working through those. I'm glad those resources exist.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that. I, Mike, there are three words that I consistently telling dads to, to to wrestle through and to bring every day with them. One is that word I've used a few times now: invitation. What am I being invited into and what am I saying yes to and no to and why? What are my invitations? What's the invitation God's given me for for today? Ultimate invitation of salvation and how does that transform the way I see the world and do things? What are my invitations with my kids as I influence? The second one's momentum. What momentum is inside of my child? Am I aware of that? What momentum is in our home? How am I influencing momentum in a certain direction as a father? Uh, am I showing up in a way that is 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 throwing my family off, or am I showing up in a way that creates a life giving momentum in my home? And then the last one is steadfast. Am I creating a steadfast home, or am I creating a, a a home that's kind of on the surface just having fun? But are we are we creating steadfastness in our relationships, not only with each other, but with the heavenly Father? And those three words are the ones that I'm challenging dads to to take on. And, and that's within the context of the seven traits of effective parenting. The first mm-hmm. two are all about invitation, adaptability, and respect. Am I showing ad- adaptability to a culture around me, adaptability to your different personalities? Am I showing up with respect where I'm bringing encouraging words and modeling a, a solid faith? And then the next three would be the momentum, the intentionality, steadfast love in my home? Am I treating my spouse well? Am I, when people are at their toughest spots and failing or doing things like that, do I bring love to the table truly there? And then the next one would be boundaries and limits. And then the final two traits are about steadfastness. It's grace and forgiveness and gratitude. That creates steadfastness in my mind and in my practice as a a dad. I show grace to my kids, to my wife, forgiveness, model that. And then a mind that's grateful that where where I show up with gratitude, showing up in the day, in the morning and saying, hey, it's a brand new day we get to unwrap as a family. No one's ever lived this day before. What do you guys think? Let's jump in. Let's see what God has for us. And let's let's regroup and talk all about this brand new day. It's never been lived out, and uh, what a joy it is to be alive. And so, bringing that type of attitude brings a steadfastness because now you have an adaptive mind. So I know that's a lot to throw your way, Mike. But I was thinking of those three categories, and if dads need playbooks, I mean that's how I operate, and we we love to have a playbook, and then boom, we execute, right? And that's good. Yeah. So
0: the invitation piece. Let's let's kind of dive into each of these a little bit, and. So part of what I think about with invitation is there are probably subtle ways that our kids at various ages are inviting us into their lives, to speak into their lives that we miss because we aren't available, because we're doing our thing. We're playing golf or we're fishing or we're pursuing our hobby. And we're missing the invitation to the tender moments in our kids' lives when they are ready my wife and i just talked about this this week is how do you recognize when a child is ready to have a conversation and they're hungry for that time because in our experience that door opens and then if you don't step into it correctly and and seize that moment the door may close and you may miss an opportunity to have a critical conversation it'll come back again hopefully but we have to tune our ears to hear those invitations to speak into their lives. Is that, does that resonate with you or can you identify with that?
1: Yeah, Mike, that, that is so key. And many times we try to rely on behaviors to tell us whether or not it they're ready for, or if that's an invitation, but sometimes the behaviors are telling a deeper story and you, you need to get to know your kids. Yeah. And sometimes a little bit of acting out means that you need to ask a deeper question. Hey son, what, What's really going on? I'm, I'm observing. You're you're kind of off right now. Um, I, I can see you're wrestling through some things. Let's take a walk. I just want to hang with you. We'll go side by side time. I just yep. want to check in. There's something going on inside, and you. But you know, as a dad, and you're stepping in intentionally with a no matter what attitude, saying, "Hey, I want I want into your thought bubbles. I want to I want to know this emotional world, of just behavior stuff. That that's just stuff that." Right. That, that's popping out, and I'm not going to get stuck there. I want to see what's going on. And if you see a child that's kind of upset, they feel a little standoffish, you just go in and go, Hey, there's a lot going on in your thought bubbles. And uh, I wish I could give you uh, a penny for each of those thoughts. I know that inflation has really hit us hard. And so <laughs> maybe we're at a dime a thought. I don't know. But uh, I'd love to be able to have access to a few of those thought bubbles. I, I'm observing what I see in you is. You're in turmoil in there, and I'd love in because I'm I'm the, one of the few people on this on this planet on this universe that would die for you. That's without right, without hesitation. And so, let me in. I'd love to be in there with you, and and I want to fight this right alongside of you. So, can we do this together? So, it's really about uh, being able to be available, but also be in a comfortable place. So, you're going to go into the emotional world, and there's some dads that go up. Oh, emotions. How do you feel? Yeah, actually, that's a very important thing. Those are signals to something deeper. So be, really be thankful for those emotions as they pop that's up. Right. You go, oh my goodness, that's information for me. I want to go to that deeper thought and and then explore it a little deeper. Say, hey, I, I can see that you are you're, you look a little anxious or maybe you seem a little insecure. What, what are you seeing? I want to see that with you so I can bring truth to that with you.
0: Yeah. And and, you know, I think most guys, I know I can relate to a time when I was 15 years old and I was confused and really would have liked to have someone who who would press in to ask me hard questions and figure out what was going on. Thank you for joining us on the Noble Man Podcast. We hope that you were blessed and challenged by our conversation with Danny Huerta. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the Noble Warriors website for more resources for fathers. We ask that you share this episode with others joining us in our mission to see churches equip men and walk with Christ to lead well. God bless you.